Hello and welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast. I'm Mike Margulies, uh, today in Koh Rong, Cambodia, and I'm sitting here with Kelly, who's with uh, the Friends of Koh Rong, uh, which is a charity on this island, um, doing a lot of different things, right? You're working with uh, education uh, for the kids, and also setting up things with the, the water and a bunch of different projects uh, benefiting the local community, basically, in Koh Rong. Um, so yeah, Kelly, it's awesome. Uh, I guess we, we just met, literally. So yeah. I met... Um, I haven't of... even finished my first cup of coffee yet. <laughs> so I hope I'm in a good enough mood for this. I'm joking. Yeah, I met up with your uh, co-worker friend, uh, T, the other day. And I guess she sent you off to, to do this little thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man. I guess I'd just love to hear more about uh, what you guys are doing with Friends of Korong. Okay, so pretty much we're here as um, primarily uh, English teachers, but that has evolved into other areas of aid, basic medical care, just like for wounds and uh, some medication that we share that people donate with the village because other than that, they would have nothing. Right. Uh, we try to help all the businesses, like so that the village can have like, strong local businesses like the restaurants and the guest houses and just pretty much trying to help them prepare for what's coming with like, the rapid increase in tourism. Right. Yeah, and, so, and you guys are doing a bunch of different sort of fundraising things as well. You've got donation boxes set up at a bunch of the guest houses. Also have t-shirts for sale and benefit concerts, uh, which is cool for me because I got to perform uh, at one of the, a couple of these events actually, yeah. which is a win-win because I got to, I mean, I, I love to play music and I also got to do it for a good cause. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we're going to try to have that as a weekly thing. Yeah. So we have a little bit of income and then we have a little bit of merchandise that people come and purchase and we also have our website and blog where people are yeah. donating online which keeps us going because the backpackers they're generous but you know a few dollars is a meal right versus exactly. at home our friends with salaries yeah are, are quite generous and our our friends of Korong we call them fuckers friends of Korong <laughs> our, our fuckers abroad are really what's keeping us going to this uh, day so. what is the site actually it's www.friendsofkorong.org okay or www.educateanisland.weebly.com sweet and those are the website and blog where you can read like all of our information okay. And if you sign up like for our newsletter, which is on our Facebook page, we have a monthly Korong newsletter. It tells about new businesses, gives a local spotlight on someone who we think is a role model to the community, other happenings, like we just had a fire, so we'll talk about that. We did a fundraiser, we'll talk about that. And uh, it's really nice for our friends at home who have no idea what's going on on this speck of land. And then it's also really good for the people who have been here and feel attached to Koh Rong and they want to stay in the loop, in the know. So sign up for our newsletter. Yeah, so that's on the Facebook page. Yeah, so just search Friends Search for Friends of Koh Rong on Facebook yeah. and find it. Um, yeah, definitely do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool. How did you get involved, actually, with Friends of Koh That is a good question. Yeah? <laughs> so, um, I came to Cambodia to volunteer, originally in Phnom Penh, 
and I wanted to just see the beaches and kind of explore before settling down in the placement and I met someone uh, while I saw all the kids just on the beach playing with tourist iPads, like running around, not in school. Like, why aren't they studying? Oh, we don't have a teacher, we don't really have any books. Like, there was nothing going on, they weren't even studying in Khmer. So he's like, well, you taught English in Korea. I was in Korea for two and a half years previous. Why don't you try it for a month? I'll give you food and accommodation. So that was last January. Yeah. And uh, then Jackie arrived, and together, like, I could go round up the kids in the village, bring them to the dive center pier. She could set up the tables and chairs. We had, like, ten pencils for 40 kids. And just, like, slowly, slowly, it's evolved. Another Australian girl joined, a South African guy who knew a lot about waste management joined. So it's just kind of evolved now. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And now you're, so now you're in a, in a whole bunch of different areas as well, so it's the education's part of it. Yeah, and then it, you, it started with me alone on the pier, yeah. over there, the dive center wow. pier, doing ABCs, and I didn't even so have enough So was that the beginning pencils. of the actual organization? That was an organization that was like working with the dive center called okay. the Cambodian Conservation Center. We didn't actually break away from businesses and become like mm. a more legitimate, independent organization until August 30th. We okay. had a meeting with the whole village. Some of them were confused. They thought we were getting paid. Are you working with the dive center? Right. Like, what's going on? Had a translator, clarified everything. Right. You don't want to be like murky that if you're, this is a charitable organization, not like a for profit. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and they, I don't blame them for not knowing because they just saw us at the dive center right. all the time. And we clarified that and like said, we're friends of Korang. We're here to help in any which way we can. We understand we, we don't have the capacity to pay our staff, but like some of the older men have gotten really involved when we fundraised to make toilets at the school. They took over, like, I don't know what, what equipment you need to order right. for toilets and right. how many bags of cement. And they just completely took charge because they know that this is like their children's future is in this school and right. they want the community to be strong so they don't get pushed aside. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So you're basically one of the founders of Friends of Go Wrong. I, I didn't even the realize founder, that. Yeah. You are the founder. <laughs> that's why I came. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling the story from yeah. five pencils to <laughs> too many textbooks now. We've had a lot of really amazing support from especially Canada and America and Australia. When I went home and did some fundraising, this uh, American textbook company, do you know Carson DeLosa? Uh, no, but... They print like most of the textbooks for children yeah. back in the States and they donated uh, like hundreds and hundreds of books and they actually paid to ship them to Cambodia, which oh, cost wow. a fortune. and. Now we have like enough wow. books that we've actually been sharing. How'd you convince them to do that? <laughs> I had a, a good friend who was working with them, and it oh, worked nice. out really well. And now we have enough to share with other villages. So hopefully, in the future, if we can get registered, is right. our next biggest challenge. We can spread out like to the other villages. Like as an organization? Yeah. Okay. Like with the Cambodia government? With the Cambodia okay. government. That is quite a challenge. Then you can expand from Korong to other um, other villages, towns, other yeah. villages. Yeah. Um, that's the goal. That's really cool. Because eventually, like, the other villages, you know, right now, tourism's not there, but it will be there. So we're happy to have the resources. We, we have the online system going where we have volunteers coming in. So if we can send them there yeah. and prepare everyone and they can speak English, I think, like, development could be really good because they could all have really good jobs. Right, right. Everyone benefits, basically. Yeah, if they develop it sustainably. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. So basically, you came around here looking to do some sort of charitable work, and kind of it found you. It found me. The yeah. island pulled me in, and yeah. every time I leave, the universe provides. The universe provides. Every time I leave, even just to go to Cenoville for a few days, like yeah. I get sick. Which is the mainland for the people mainland. who don't know. That's yeah. the closest town to the island. <laughs> every time I go to the mainland, sick, injured, I burnt my leg on a motorbike last Jeez. weekend like it's the island's way of saying get back here now what are right. you doing <laughs> oh you get injured when you leave the island yeah oh my god so, yeah i think you're meant to be here <laughs> yeah i definitely am i don't know for how long but the goal we all see in able in being able to walk away one day is putting it in the hands of the local people so yeah. right now we have our first Khmer staff started right. Uh, a few days ago That's on awesome. salary and so his English is pretty good he's translating the classes he's going to learn a lot of the computer stuff that we do which he's oh, that's great. thrilled about and if we can leave it in the hands of the locals then you know that's a real and self-sustaining yeah self-sustaining long-standing awesome. thing that's a really awesome thing that you're doing yeah so yeah. that's the goal <laughs> and I take it um, and another tension I for you personally it seems like you have been traveling for some time. You used an expression, I'm gonna guess you went to India. I actually haven't. You used slowly, slowly. That expression is such an Indian. Shanti, shanti. Shanti, shanti. Slowly, slowly. Like, oh, this girl's been to India. Oh, no, that's also Cambodia. Like, you, they use you, also. You, you, slowly, you, step slowly. by step. They use step by step. Okay. And it's really frustrating. So, because, same, same, but different. Yeah, we don't we don't have time for step by step. Like, Copenhagen is coming. So, we're just like, no, step by step. You need to make these changes now yeah, for the benefit yeah. of your kids. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have to go anti slowly, slowly. I really try anti. to push against it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all so it's happening slowly, slowly, but quickly, quickly, sort of from another angle. Like I mean, I, everything's getting built up here so fast. So fast. Yeah. Even where we're sitting right now, a yeah. year ago was just empty land. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's awesome because what's great is all this development's happening in Korea. So while you've got all these. Guest houses, restaurants, popping up overnight, basically, um, over the past year and a half, two years, all this is popping up. It's great that at the same time, you've got something like Friends of Koran going on that's also um, helping the local community, trying to make the whole thing sustainable mm -hmm. long-term. The problem is, though, we just, we wish... Uh, with the capacity to keep up, we wish we had like with all the development a water conservationist, a waste management specialist, uh, long-term donors that yeah. we have an income, Khmer staff like that would be the goal, and this island could probably develop much more sustainably. But we're just a few girls here yeah. dedicating our time, helping the kids. Like we can do beach cleans every Saturday. We can put signs up like "Be careful with the water." This island. It has limited water resources, but that's educating yeah. is our maximum capacity. Yeah. Well, shit, maybe there's some people out there that, that are interested and can help. What kind of skill set specifically are you looking for? We would be looking for anyone knowledgeable in agriculture, because we're trying okay. to have an agriculture program going at the school, and we think it would be really important for like local families to be able to grow their own spices and chilies and tomatoes, stuff like that, Definitely. that you can grow on the island and we would be looking for anyone who's knowledgeable in water conservation and uh, sustainable development or waste management. ESL teachers are always welcome, but we only really want someone who's gonna stay for more than three months because right. it's hard with the kids and yeah, until you feel yeah. comfortable and know all their names. Yeah, exactly. And you have your pick of like people that speak English, obviously. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Um. Teachers are not as hard to find <laughs> exactly. as like sustainable development knowledge is hard to find. Um, 
and then just general NGO experience, like anyone who's worked with an NGO in a third world country would be of benefit to us because mm. our manager is actually going to leave okay. Jackie in about mm, less than two months, so okay. we need to prepare for that. Whether it means we all take on more or we can find a local person or someone comes along, I, I don't know, but anyone who has knowledge or experience working with an NGO or sustainable development we would love you to come here. <laughs> yeah, what, who should they contact if there's someone who fits the description? On the Facebook page, okay. on Friends the website, on, Facebook. on the blog, like there's okay. email and, and contact forms and everything. Okay, so they want to so go easy. on Facebook. The best way is just look for Friends of Korang on Facebook. Sure, yeah. Is there a blog site also or email that you know offhand? On the blog, which is if you just search Educate an Island, there's a contact form, so you could just okay. type a message. I'm curious. Is that on WordPress or something? Weebly, yeah. Weebly, okay. So if you search, if you just Google um, educate an island, educate an island, um, you should find the Weebly blog mm-hmm. for that, uh, or the Facebook page, Friends of Koronga. Yeah. Contact information information's on all there. Even if people at home are are interested in doing uh, a fundraiser, we've had some people in Toronto, my hometown, mm. or Melbourne, doing fundraisers from abroad, abroad yeah. either clothing sales or concert night or uh, right. one girl rented out a cinema and like some awesome. of the movie tickets the money it actually made like two thousand dollars it was amazing and she was just a sister to someone who was here volunteering yeah we didn't even know her so that kind of thing That's those awesome. amazing yeah. acts of kindness from home where people have the capacity to donate yeah. it, it's really what keeps us going. So that's helpful too. Anyone abroad even who's got capacity to donate or to set up some sort of fundraising event. Yeah. Those sort of things are also, of course, We love our fuckers abroad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuckers abroad. <laughs> um, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so how long have you... I, I know, I'm going to go to like the typical backpacker questions now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, this is like that conversation that you have. In the uh, bars when I walk away because yeah, I don't exactly. like it's having like this conversation. This conversation again. Um, but I'm actually just kind of curious. You, you're from Toronto. Yeah. And you've been... Uh, was Cambodia actually your first stop or were you traveling a bit before that? Yeah, I was in Korea okay. and then all over Asia. Teaching? Yeah. Okay. And then... Yeah, I feel like you have to be teaching. Korea in Korea, not a, yeah. Not a cheap place to go backpacking. No. You, you want to you live there and make money. You can make good money and have an amazing experience. Yeah. And then I was traveling, fell in love with Cambodia, went back home, back to Korea, earned yeah. more money, and now I'm still living off of that money yeah. because we obviously don't make any money for ourselves. Right. So right now you're just going off of your, your personal savings right now. Yeah. Um, and all the proceeds are going to the cause. Yeah. Wow, that's... It's really awesome. So you've been doing that for like over a year now. Yeah. And uh, living same, on your own savings, just working for other people. Same with Jackie, same with Fran, and that's why it's kind of, you know, like I understand why Jackie has to leave, because how long can you actually live without an income? And here in Cambodia, where noodles are a dollar and beer is 50 cents, like you can get you can last for a while, while but, but not forever. Not forever, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's the other thing too. You can get noodles for a buck, but if you want to sit at one of the other restaurants, you know, you're paying for more four or five bucks also. Yeah. So if you ever want to go to one of these restaurants, well, it's really nice actually because once we became independent from the dive center, we asked all the businesses like on the weekend if they could host a reduced price dinner or yeah. free dinner, and most of them will shout us a free dinner that's Saturday nice. night, Sunday night. So we kind of 
choose a different business every weekend and they'll provide yeah. dinner for us. Cool. Yeah, it's what's great is yeah, most of the businesses um, they do support friends of go wrong. You know, you, like I was saying before, you see the donation boxes at each of the different guest houses and everything. Bongs has the um, events, the, the music concert events weekly. Um, I think that's also really cool how people kind of come coming together to support this. As yeah. Well. well, at the mm. same time, our argument is we're teaching your staff English, so yeah, exactly. You better everyone's support. Benefit. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's benefiting. The locals are benefiting from it. The, the uh, businesses are benefiting from it. Everyone. It's a really just a win all around. Um, you know, all the good work that you guys are, are doing here. We're trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, are there other aspects of um, the organization or other things in general that um, in particular you want to talk about or anything? Um, I would say I'm struggling at this point. The more you learn about this island and this country, the more you have to accept corruption is yeah. still a really big problem here. And I wish it wasn't so because the people are amazing and they deserve so much more. And the country is beautiful. Like, it's yeah. absolutely breathtaking. This island, like, it, it doesn't even hold a candle to Thailand, in my opinion. <laughs> and it's just, it, like, foreign money will take over the government yeah. hasn't put a cent into anything here for the people even the uh, Khmer teacher's salary is paid from an Italian NGO Wow! so they don't even like the teachers hardly care because their salary is so low and they live in a small shack behind the school three of them it's it's really really tough and this is all make because everyone. of the corruption and everything yeah. in Cambodia. Yeah. And I think one day when this gets more attention, this island, like a lot of people I've met in Phnom Penh, local people, they don't even know yeah. about Korong. So you would say Cambodia is even more corrupt than Thailand, basically. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And Thailand is where they're having all the, the protests and everything because of corruption. Because I think they and have the freedom to speak to, to out right. versus here. Well, if here, you, yeah. If you speak out, you know, you... You could get killed. You could lose everything. Yeah. Well, man. Of course, there was the whole uh, genocide situation. Very, very recent history here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I can see how it's a dicey situation. And if you're working for, I mean, you're an organization that's legitimately trying to help, and it kind of kind of sucks that you that that presents difficulties for you. Yeah. You know? Exactly. We're we're not here to be in competition with any of the businesses. Yeah. We're not here to profit from from the island's beauty, we're just here to help the locals so they can yeah. maximize the opportunities that will come. And we're constantly struggling against authorities and to so actually get registered uh, sounds like something that will take at least a year. Wow. Yeah. So the government's just giving you like a hard time, basically, yeah. and setting so things up. I, I, I'm hoping that this month uh, to take a trip to Phnom Penh, meet with some people who can help better Crack connect some to you. It's honestly <laughs> like if you go through the right person right. the right way and you have the money, right. sometimes they'll side sweep money all the Money has a magical work. power. Here, yeah. Here. Well, everywhere, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
particularly magical power in very corrupt countries. Yeah, um, so that would be Cambodia, but yeah. it's it's changing, it's, it's definitely getting better. Um, education is the key, and, and if we can make people understand that education is important, that would be like, you know, the new wave here for the future. Mm. Yeah, definitely. But you can't blame them, like, five years ago this was a fishing village, and why would they think school was important? Of course the nine-year-olds didn't study and went to catch fish for the family, because right. that was the norm. It wasn't and needed. We right. have to be careful, we don't want to be um, these Westerners coming in and, and dictating imposing and telling them what to do, imposing, values, exactly. Yeah. So all we can do is just kind of make, raise awareness and guide them in a direction like, school is good, like, in the future yeah. when the hotels are here, you want to speak English, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, make everyone aware that, hey, this is beneficial things. Um, mm -hmm. And slowly, slowly, also, um, <laughs> you can see that the, so a lot of the businesses, it looks like, are owned, run by Westerners, but more and more of the Khmer's uh, are sort of building, own, building the businesses themselves as well. Yeah. Um, and so there's, it's a very interesting time on this particular island. That's what it is. Uh, like I think the locals are picking up, like, okay, here's how you run these businesses. I can do that. Yeah. Boom. Set something up. Just <laughs> copying one another. Yeah. And it, to be here at this point in time, this place, right here, right now, it's just... It's incredible. ...so different than anywhere else in the yeah. world. Like, even if you were working elsewhere in Cambodia, in a, living in a village like we are, you wouldn't have the, like, you would still have the problems of maybe, like, not enough water, mm. lack of education, not enough food, uh, health and hygiene issues, but you wouldn't have, like, the fast, intense, in-your-face influence of foreigners and their money right. and them on drugs or drinking right. or in bikinis. So it's, like, kind of double the load of problems now. Yeah, it's just a wild, yeah, there's just tons of money pouring in from foreigners starting businesses, yeah, and all the other craziness going on in this beach paradise. Yeah. It's like an interesting mix of every possible, uh, all the vices you can imagine exist here, and then all the businesses at the same time, and charities, and all, all these things are happening in the same place. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, like, we just really want to preserve the culture, like, we exactly. don't want them to feel, even though there's people eating at the noodle soup stand in their bikini, right and making out and right. doing drugs like we just want them to still feel that this is their home and yeah. they have their culture and it is a very conservative culture mm. and make and Thailand was like that but now Thailand has changed and we want we don't want people to come here and think this is Copenhagen because it's not right right it you're it's even though it's a beautiful beach even though you've just stepped out of the water like cover up you're still in a village and it's very against the conservative culture to be right. walking around nude, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a delicate balance, I suppose, between you know, getting getting things rolling, businesses and the, uh, schools, getting all these things happening, but at the same time, not completely destroying the local culture, keep preserving, basically, the local culture, Yeah. Um, not imposing values and things like that. It's that balance of just get, trying to help develop this area, but at the same time, keep it, keep it pure in some sense. Um, uh, yeah, it is certainly interesting. Though. 
right here, right now, to be in this place. Where That's all why this is my happening. friends joke like, "You should write a book," and I'm like, "No, it's, sure. it's happening in real time." So instead, we're doing a blog because. Oh, that's like, true. It just keeps up with the times because every day here is a new adventure. Yeah. Every week there's more drama. Yeah. When we think things couldn't get harder, they get harder. And I think that's Cambodia. So I feel pretty locally immersed now. <laughs> that's beautiful. Well, let me uh, let me ask you a question on a personal note. Uh, this is a question we ask um, all of our guests. And it is, and you can answer however you want, but what is something that you would like to do in your life before you die? Wow, before I die. Um, I've thought about this, but never just like in one answer, you know sure. what I mean? I guess I would like to know that I've done something... I've left something behind in this world, not just a, a child who's a, a part of me, but like I've done something to move the world forward in a positive direction. So whether that's Friends of Karong standing strong for 20 years, mm -hmm. whether that's uh, helping build wells in Africa, like I don't know where my next journey will take me, but I want to leave something behind that I know is for the greater good because I just don't feel happy anymore just living in the yeah. me, 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 consumerist yeah, society. Yeah. It's, it's too fleeting. So I think that would be my ultimate happiness, knowing I left something behind for the greater good. That's all. You want to make the world a better place. Yeah, Basically. that's why we taught the kids Michael Jackson to heal the world. Oh, nice. <laughs> if you come to school, you can hear them yeah. all sing it. <laughs> well, there's, actually, you guys do like music lessons and stuff also, we right? We do, if you want to come yeah, by I'd with love your to. guitar. Are you yeah. doing it today? What's today? Tuesday. How about tomorrow? Tomorrow is also good. All um, right, no, music with to. Mike. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, that's a great, no, that's a great goal though, right? I can relate to it a lot, and at this moment, I'm not doing anything um, as good as for the world as you're doing right now. Just devoting, you're devoting your time and uh, and money to making this organization happen. Uh, but I think my aspirations are similar. Ultimately, finding my way to do something as well. I just really deeply uh, respect and admire uh, people like you who are out there and doing that thing. Thank you. That's um, so nice. Well, what you're doing is great because if you connect us to a water conservationist and he comes here or she comes here, yeah. you've done some amazing awareness raising and that in its own takes a special person. I would, I would be very, very happy if this, uh, this little thing does help you out in some way. I, I hope that would be good if I can use this show in its own small way to help things. Uh, yeah, that's Connect maybe one people, small step yeah. to what I can do to help. Uh, so yeah, I, I really would, I really hope that something good comes out of this for you guys. I'd be humbled to be able to contribute in my small way. Um, yeah, well, really appreciate you coming on. And anyone who wants to know more, uh, I guess the best place you were saying was the Facebook page. The Facebook page has Friends. all the information, cool. connects to the website, to the blog, sign up for the newsletter donate online, Sweet. see the photos of what we're doing, everything. Sweet. Friends of Korong. Search on Facebook. Is there That's like an us. actual URL, like facebook.com slash friends of Korong? Okay, yeah. facebook.com slash friends of Korong. So like them on on the Facebook. We're uh, at 700 likes now. I'm pretty oh, nice. impressed. Yeah. Nice. Fuckers That's awesome. abroad. <laughs>
yeah, anyone is out there, if you want to contribute, if you want to do a fundraiser, or if you want to, if you have those skill sets that they're looking for here, and you're looking for a job and you want to help the world, hey, come, come join on. us. Yeah, come join. Live um, a barefoot, simple, happy, beautiful life. Yeah, live in a paradise and help the world at the same time. <laughs> life is good. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for um, learning more about us, sharing Thank you so much our information with the world, and uh, maybe music with Mike tomorrow would be, be great. Perfect. That was my pleasure, and thank you so much. No problem. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Walking with the Earth podcast. I'm Mike Margulies, signing out for now.